Good night. Oh, <laughs> start okay, again. Go ahead. Well, sh- well shoot. We were trying to mix it up a little bit. Yes, we, we did. <laughs> because we're saying notes from Bon with the babble from John. There you go. But we I are. Like that. <laughs> it's June twenty third, twenty nineteen. It is. And we are feeling good, and we are Sun- happy. Sunday night. But didn't I say that? Oh, that's okay. That's. Because next year it could be something else. So, (laughs) anyway, we are happy. We are happy. And we feel good about being who we are. And tonight... We are happy. That's right. Oh, dear. And it's late, so we better get (laughs) on with this. That's why I said good (laughs) night. Anyway, we want to give a shout-out tonight to the... To the girls in our life. To our daughters... Our granddaughters, our great-granddaughters coming up maybe soon, whenever, and missionary sisters that we had, and we just want to shout out to them how much we love them and how great each one of them are in our lives. Yeah, we really do. I want to I point out one particularly tonight because of a sweet thing that occurred. We had dinner tonight over at Josh and Kelly Jepson's home, and... Um, while we were there, uh, we got there a little ahead of the rest of the family. Uh, but then Julie's family came in, and and little Ari, who was five, uh, came up to me after he had come in and gave me a, a prolonged hug. We he and I talked for a few minutes, and then he he uh, he turned around and he saw Josie, and Josie is ten, ten, and. Ari just said, Josie, and ran up to her, jumped in her arms, wrapped his arms around her and, and his legs, and she just held him. I, it was so sweet and tender. I, I Thank you, Josie, for loving him and for uh, creating a relationship with him where he just loves you clearly and trust you and it's just so sweet yeah she's 11 by the way she just turned 11 i was wrong but our granddaughters really do love each other and tonight that's how we way to go josie i want to start with a little poem that's one of my favorites because often at night when the dark slips free i think how i might have been born not me i might have been born someone else or other with a different father and a different mother And I might have had friends that I didn't enjoy. Or, oh, good gracious, I could have been a boy. Cute. We are so lucky to be (laughs) girls. I just love that I am a woman. I love it, too. Yes, I'm sure you do. (laughs) They say girls are made of sugar and spice, bows and lace, frills and curls, the color pink and purple, clothes, accessories, lots of shoes, accessories, Makeup, accessories, perfume, romance, accessories, but also throw in a volleyball, basketball, cars, mathematics, weightlifting, and adventure too. But most importantly, (laughs) 
I thought you were pointing at you. Into the mic, Okay, most importantly, and do not forget, we are daughters and daughters of a king who loves us. Now, I'm just talking about um, a little discussion that we had with the missionary sisters one one day when we were in New Jersey about self-esteem and and how we feel about ourselves. We want to feel good because each one of us are unique in our own ways, with our own talents, our own skills. We each have our own abilities. So why would we want to be the same? It would make the world pretty boring if we all wanted to be like each other. It makes the world interesting and intriguing because we are all different. I love the little book or a little saying that used to say, you'd look in the mirror and you'd say, hip, hip, hooray for me today. You know, we could say that every day. I hope you do say it every day. I hope you look in the mirror and go, hip, hip, hooray for me today. Because it's okay to feel good about ourselves and remember who we are and that God made each of us worthy of love and greatness. I remember that That is really true, by the way. It is, we have so much to be grateful for and we really ought to recognize who we are. I remember when we had some sisters struggling in the mission, and what would you say to them about a mirror as well? Oh, I, I encourage them, because I learned this from someone else, that every morning I wanted them to stand in front of the mirror, look at themselves, and identify five things that they like about themselves. And I wanted to do them, them to do it each day, but I didn't want them to repeat the five things that they'd said the previous day or the previous X number of days. So they couldn't just be standing and saying the same things over and over, but I wanted them to think about um, the things that they were good at and what they were proud of and and uh, that they liked about themselves. And, and, you know, I was really proud of those that did. It helped them. Yeah, I think so. And if you think about mirrors in general, there's those circus mirrors where... You know, in the fun house, we used to go up at Lagoon, and you'd look inside these mirrors, and what would you see? There would be distortions of your face, your body, and they were quite funny. But sometimes people, you know, feel that way. They look in mirrors, and they get an, uh, an image that's not quite so funny to them. They believe what they see, and they hate what they see. And I just, I hope that you don't look in the mirror and just hate yourself for what you see. And that's why it's so important to, to pick out things that are good about yourself because God is always positive. And if you're positive about yourself, it will help you feel better and feel good about yourself because we are in our Heavenly Mother's image that we um, are beautiful, good, noble daughters of God. And our self-esteem should be based on that image from our Heavenly Father and Mother and not the comments from the world. Our, you know, we'll, we all have highs and we all have lows and they come and they go, but we can trust in our Heavenly Father who sees us for who we are, for our worth and our deeds, our hearts, and less for our weight, our six-pack stomach, or the clothes that we wear. Remember that God had us and not just created us. So look for yourself in your Father's eyes, what you were before the world was and what you will be here after. 
So we hope that you all say hip hip hooray for me today. Hip hip hooray. Good. For you. For you. <laughs> Good. That's what you said for me. Yes, I hope you say it for me too. I do, every day. Okay. Well, let me, let's, uh, I wanted to tell you about a study that I read one time that it was, I just thought was so fascinating. When we were in preschool, three to five years old, we found out who we were, how we felt, how, we, how to be embarrassed, how to share, not share, how to get what we want, how to manipulate others. We've already started on the downswing to lower self-esteem because we started out with a perfect self-esteem when we were babies. And then in grade school, girls lose 15%, boys lose 10% of their self-esteem. It's still pretty high because we're learning so many things during this time, like we ride bikes, we swim, we dance, we read, we get so many things going in our, in our favor, all the basics. We get baptized, we get special things happening, but we are still losing self-esteem. That's kind of sad to me. I wonder how come that is. Then in junior high, oh goodness, girls are now at 60% and boys are at 80%. It's just kind of switched. Isn't that interesting? That's Because we are learning from friends, magazines, TV, sports. The media now tells us what is right. Society dictates what is right. And we listen. I look in those magazines and think, oh, I wish I had skin like that. And I I wish I looked like that. And come to find out that they've doctored those magazines and made them perfect. Yeah, they've airbrushed, <laughs> airbrushed everything. That's the word. It's not how they really look in in real life. Yeah. Certainly not when they get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> are you are you t- insinuating no. something here? <laughs> no, you look gorgeous all the time, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so sometime during that period, we start to believe our only purpose in life is to please other people, from friends to boys. Try to be pretty. I know I wanted to have hair like a certain a certain girlfriend. I wanted to be pretty like another girl. I wanted to wear clothes like someone else. I remember I was I was just not feeling quite good enough because junior high is a rough time. And then in high school it goes, this is interesting. Seventy percent girls or boys, seventy percent boys and girls dropped to a new low, thirty-five percent. How did we let ourselves get so far down in that percentage scale? Again, it might come through a tough home life. Divorced parents, no parents, no friends, a sick family member. Your dog died. You feel ugly. We feel we have no talents. We feel we're fat or we're too skinny. We don't have a shape. We don't know the doctrines. We don't know um, the language that we need to, if we we're trying to study in our studies, we don't get good grades. We're just down on ourselves. But sometimes these challenges are necessary to help us rise and grow into who we are born to become. If life was always perfect and everything was perfect, we wouldn't grow. When that's what's so great about learning and having experiences and remembering who we are. So the big word is stop tearing yourself down. Just don't do it. Stop. When you meet Heavenly Father who made you in His image, are we going to say, well... I just couldn't play the piano as good as Mary. And I wasn't pretty as Kathy. I wasn't as friendly and outgoing as Susie. And I'm sure someone is going to, to say, well, I wasn't, I'm, just, I'm just not as good as anybody. I don't have any talents or anything. So what do you think Heavenly Father's going to say to you when you're up there? 
Do you think we're going to be held accountable for how we felt about ourselves, that he's given us this beautiful life to live? And he's going to say, well, what happened? Well, I didn't feel very good about all the things that happened. Do you think he's going to say, well, look what happened to me? So, yes, I think we're going to be held accountable. So, I tell you, right now, there's always going to be somebody better, prettier, smarter, kinder, funnier, more spiritual. But on the other hand, you are going to be smarter, prettier, funnier, kinder, more spiritual than someone else. It's just the way it works. We just need to do our best each day saying hip hip hooray for me today. Take those qualities that we've been given and do that very best and excel in those. And I know that Heavenly Father will be proud of us as we do so. So there's a quote from Gordon B. Hinckley that I love. He says, and Gordon B. Hinckley was a prophet of our church, said, Don't be gloomy. Do not dwell on unkind things. Stop seeking out the storms and enjoy more fully the sunlight. Even if you're not happy, put a smile on your face. Accentuate the positive. Look a little deeper for the good. Go forward in life with a twinkle in your eye and a smile on your face with great and strong purpose in your life. Love life. Now, I have the top 10 lists for good self-esteem, so here they are. Number one, love yourself. Fall in love with who you are and treat yourself with kindness and respect. Don't tear yourself down. A woman who knows her worth makes herself more appealing to be around. The more you love yourself, the more you will love others. Number two, fill yourself up. You can't have others make you happy. You just have to stop looking for others that are going to make, that you think, oh, they're going to make me happier. When I get married, I'll be happier. When I get this or when I get this new dress, I'll be happy. It's your job to make yourself happy, no one else. When you are expecting that happiness to come from others, it will drain them and it will take your accountability, uh, your accountability away. You have to make that choice by filling yourself up with the love of God, with energy, power, His light. Number three, love your body. Look in the mirror like we said earlier and see how amazing and gorgeous you really are. What a gift that body is. A woman who loves her body will take care of it. She will eat well and she'll exercise for her and not for herself and not to impress anyone else. You have been given a gift from your Heavenly Father and it is your body, so we'll just do the best we can to take care of it. Number four, give your give a hundred percent. Go the extra mile and accomplish your goals. Give your best with no regrets. Give it all to God. Number five, be grateful. We all have our own talents and abilities. Be grateful for the opportunity to learn talents, to share your talents, and to love others' talents as well. Be grateful for what they can share. Number six, forgive others. When someone offends or hurts you, and we've all been hurt, we've all been offended, just forgive easily. Is it Elsa that says just let it go? Because if you don't, it will just create bitterness inside yourself. So instead of being bitter, be better. Number seven, do not criticize or gossip. Now for girls, for some reason, that just seems to be a problem. <laughs> Thank you. 
There's an old saying that goes, that goes, boys are dumb and girls are mean. Sorry, but that's what I've heard many times. And I heard it on the mission several times. Now, how did we get that reputation that we're mean? Women should be the kindest people on earth. I just, when I hear mean girls, it just makes me so sad to think that we would treat our sisters in the gospel, sisters outside the gospel, we're all sisters of our Heavenly Father, that we would be mean in any way to any of them. Number eight, oh, and not to say, yeah, that's right, not to say anything unkind. And if you find yourself getting into that routine, try to get out of it as quick as you can. If you can't say something nice, nice. don't say it at all. My mother taught me time and time again. You know who said that? Who? Pumper from Bambi. You I don't can. know what I heard it from my mother. Well, she heard it from Bambi. That's where it's from. I think my mother was long before Bambi, sweets. You think? Uh -huh. If you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. That was Thumper, Bambi. Oh, well, that's where I heard it first. But your mother was a wonderful, wise woman. I know and she, she was. She's the one to emulate and to follow as well. Number eight, don't forget to smile. It looks good on everyone, especially you. That's why be happy. And number nine, be a 6C woman. Classy, cheerful, comforting, considerate, and captivating. Oh, and the best one, committed. Be committed to yourself to be your best self. And did number, did you say a 6C woman? No. A six. Oh. S-I-X. Well, I, I, I could see where you could say that that sounded that way. A six C woman. Oh. But I could, that sounds like a, a sex. Sounds like a sexy. <laughs> sixy. No, it's six. S-I-X. Okay. C woman. Okay, That's right. There were six words that started with C. <laughs> and number 10, be in awe of yourself. You are amazing. You are sensitive, brilliant, strong. You have a great capacity to love, and you give of yourself. Without you, the world would be incomplete. You are awesome. You are awesome. <laughs> There's a little um, poem that I that I um, changed the words to, and it goes, There once was a little caterpillar who didn't think twice that she was very pretty or even that nice. She had too many legs and funny buggy eyes, sat there eating leaves and just wondered why. She would eat and rest, eat and rest, and was very aware that it took such effort to crawl anywhere. But she did her best, just kept inching along, for she had a purpose, she had to be strong. Birds swooped by to eat her, rains knocked her down, but each challenge was a test to be true to her crown. She had to be strong and had to be ready. She discovered her strength, she became very steady. She believed in herself. It was time to begin, to be wrapped in a chamber, so she held up her chin. Gone was all fear and much trepidation. She felt a mysterious, magical sensation, for out of that form, as a butterfly appeared, with a beauty so dazzling, everyone cheered. With grace so delicate, she twirled with ease. She swirled and floated on a gentle breeze. She showed the world that magic exists when we are willing to try and persist. Believe in yourself, and you will see what you become with your destiny. Remember that we are all entitled to our Heavenly Father's blessings. 
down here on this earth. We want to remain true and faithful and do our best with the strengths that we've been given. He has promised, I will go before your face, I will be on your right hand and on your left, and my spirit shall be in your hearts, and mine angels round about you to bear you up. I love that. So when our times are, have, we have hard times, struggles, just think of who you are. You are a wonderful, beautiful daughter of God. And as you think about a butterfly floating by with gentleness and grace, think of Christ's love, his grace. He will be before your face. Nice. You nice. are loved. So we're just going to end it with a, a song that we all know very well, but I've changed the words to it as, as well. And just remember that <clears throat> happiness is a journey, and, and it begins with you. It really does. You are a daughter of God. remember that place you feel in his heart we love you we surely do and this is notes from Vaughn with, with a babble from John good night, good night. because I'm happy Come along,